from KiraLanceFitness.com and today I want to talk about emotional growth. So when I started this fitness journey, I was 22 or 23 years old and my goal was literally to be able to fit into my pants again. Um, I had cellulite in my thighs, didn't like that. I weighed like 165 pounds. Um, just for frame of reference, I'm like probably 130, 135 now. Um, so I was pretty uncomfortable at 5'4". Um, I wasn't working out at all. I had pretty terrible eating habits. I was vegetarian, but all I really ate was like cheese pizza and macaroni and cheese. Um, I was not healthy. I was totally inactive and my, I mean, my goal was, my goal was to lose weight and that's fine. Um, so I started working out and by working out, I mean, I just started doing cardio and, um, I started counting calories and eventually, um, that turned into just, you know, sustainability. I had lost 20 pounds. I was cool with that. Um, and then I was introduced to strength training, um, because I was just like, Hey, you know, I work out a lot and I started running. Um, I'm thin, but I don't really have anything to show for it. So I decided that I would start strength training. And then from there, I started following Toscarino's eat clean diet. So I was balancing my blood sugar and then things really started to transform. Um, but meanwhile, this entire time, all my goals were, were just aesthetic and you know what? It's all good. Um, I then became a personal trainer because I wanted to help others look good and feel good. But again, it was really, it was still all about the, how I looked. And, um, now I've been doing this since 2010. So it's 2023. So it's been 13 years. And, um, this has become so much more. Um, if you've been following me for these 13 years, you know it has become so much more than just looking good. Um, it did kind of expand into getting stronger and you know that being really, really cool. Um, and it still is really, really cool. Um, I wanna hit a 300 pound deadlift one day, you know? And having those goals is awesome. Um, you know, having any kind of non-scale victory um, that's performance-based is has my heart. Um, I absolutely love, you know, when I can help somebody get their first push-up or how I feel when I'm able to do, instead of doing 13 push-ups or 13 pull-ups, I can do 14 pull-ups. Like, I love that stuff. But this has become especially over the last few years, this has really become for me about emotional growth and who I am as a person and what I am learning and achieving from this journey and how it is shaping me as a human being. And watching myself grow emotionally has is so cool. You know, just as an example, as a coach, one thing that, one way I'm growing is, you know, a few years ago, I 
struggled to work with anybody who didn't just like, I'm like, hey, here's your workout program, like do it. And then like a few years later, it was like, um, okay, so you're not following the program, you know, how can I make it meet, like meet your needs and fit your schedule? And so that it took some emotional growth because when I was sent out workouts before, you know, like 10 years ago, I'd send out workouts and it'd be like six workouts a week. And if people couldn't follow it, I was like, oh, what is wrong with them? Um, and then that turned into, okay, let me meet you where you are and let me figure out, you know, let's take a look together at your schedule, at your needs and work on this together and create the program that will be built around your life. And that it took growth to get to that place. And now I recognize the fact that people even have to have the bandwidth to come to me. First of all, set your ego aside, come to me, have the bandwidth to even approach like doing workouts. All of these things are have been emotional growth for me. And so watching myself grow through this process as a coach and as the athlete too, is like i'm so fascinated by it and so that's why i want to share you share with you um six wonderful signs of emotional growth that i have personally um encountered over the last several years and feel like i would like to highlight so you can you know determine if these are ways that you have grown and if they have please recognize them so that you can feel amazing and give yourself a pat on the back because you're doing the work and you should give yourself a pat on the back for the things that you're doing because it's not easy um so the first one is is that you are able to take pause and act instead of just reacting. And so all of these, I'm just really going to frame as, um, in particular towards fitness and nutrition, because that is what I do, right? I'm a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. So, um, so you're able to pa you take pause and you're able to react, not just react. So let's say for example, um, you go to the gym and the person is like you have one squat rack in your gym and there's somebody on it. And rather than just, I guess I may as well just leave. You figure out, you know, maybe you approach the person, you say, hey, how many sets do you have left? Or you figure out like, okay, I'm gonna go over here so I can see him on the squat rack and I'm gonna get my warm up started. And then, you know, maybe I'll be able to hop on the squat rack right after him. Or, okay, I'm gonna swap these these back squats out with goblet squats. Um, so rather than just reacting and being like, screw it, it's not even worth it, I'm gonna go home, you're able to take pause and then you're able to act from a place that is true to you and true to yourself and true to your goals rather than just reacting. Or for example, if you have like a really crappy day, rather than coming home and just popping open, open a bottle of wine, you take pause and you think about yourself and you process all your stuff on your drive home. And so that way, when you do get home, you're like, yep, it was a really crappy day. Let me just unwind and like, I'm gonna start making this meal. Maybe I don't need the wine. I'm gonna give myself 10 minutes. And then if you decide that you still want the wine, you are able, you're, it's, it's an action, not just a reaction. And the second one is that you had a different 
and healthier response to your trigger. So in both of those examples, um, that was the healthier response to the trigger. Um, but it requires being able to take that pause, as I just mentioned. Um, so taking the pause is definitely the first step. And then, you know, the second step is acting rather than reacting. But, you know, you're we are always going to have things that trigger us. Um, maybe, you know, you're just out with, you're out with friends and you're being social and you see other people around you ordering espresso martinis and you're like, I like, I love espresso martinis, but I don't need another drink. I need to get, I need to go home. I need to go to bed. I need to be able to get a good night's sleep. And so that way I can go to yoga in the morning. Um, so your response to a trigger, not saying that you shouldn't have an espresso martini, but it's rather than reacting just because everybody else has one doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have one, right? Um, so your the trigger being the, the drink, the cocktail that other people are having, you are now having a response that is aligned with your higher self and with your goals. Um, the third one is that you have gotten out of your comfort zone. This one's a really big one because, you know, our brain thinks that like our brain is doing whatever it has to do to keep us alive. And I know this sounds really silly, but anything that's new, anything that's different, our brain thinks is possibly going to kill us. And so our brain just wants to keep us safe and just keep us going on the same path that we've been going down. And the other part to this too, is that when we do something that's different, we actually have to create new um, neurological pathways in our brain. So like if you always drive down, you know, Elm Street to come home, then if you decide that you're going to drive down Maple, that's completely different that your brain is like, well, what is going on? Because you're creating, it's like the neurological pathways. You're just it's different. And so think about like a well-trodden path, like through a field, like everybody takes the same footpath over and over and over and over. And like, it's all worn down, but you're like, I have to go over there. So I'm going to take this. And it's like, not a path at all. That's really hard. So doing the new thing is really hard. And you know, this is why I say like, we should really give ourselves a pat on the back for doing this stuff because it's not easy. So getting out of your comfort zone, maybe there is um, a different kind of yoga class that you've never taken and you wanna go take that, or maybe you join the new gym. Maybe you try a new recipe. Those things are hard and is a big, just, just trying something different like that is, getting out of your comfort zone. And that is a huge sign of emotional growth that you have the confidence. So that brings us into the next one is just simply trusting yourself. So I had this client who hadn't worked out in, in years and just the thought of going into her basement and working out was so incredibly overwhelming. And, you know, we set her up on this plan. It's like, hey, listen, you know, two days a week, I just need you to go downstairs, go to your basement, go do your workout. And she just kept not doing it. And so this was creating a lot of friction in her mind, thinking like, oh, you know, like I'm a bad person. I can't believe I can't do this. I'm such a failure. I'm, I suck, you know, all of these really bad things. So, 
that does the opposite of what we are trying to do. So creating the trust in yourself is going to help you build confidence. So we backtracked away from there. So it was like, hey, instead of waking up at 7 a.m., I need you to wake up at 6.30. I don't care what you do once you wake up, but I need you to start waking up at 6.30. Then it turned into, I need you to wake up at 6.30, get out of bed, drink your coffee, and just take three deep inhales and exhales. Can do that. Once we, once we got that nailed, it's like, now I want you to, I want you to journal. And now it's like, now I want you to start going downstairs and just getting on the treadmill. And then as she progressed through those very small steps, she learned that she can trust herself. She was showing herself that she can, she can do this. She can be trusted and that will build confidence. But if you don't do the things that you set yourself up to do, then you are going to break that trust in yourself. You're going to lose confidence and it's going to make things so much harder on yourself. So that's why I always say, you know, start small with the goals, um, with the actions that you plan on taking, start smaller than you want to, because you've got to build that trust. Um, the last one is, the last one is two part. You set boundaries and then you upheld those boundaries. And people think that setting boundaries is like mean and it's hard, but guess what? No one is going to take care of you. You have to take care of yourself. It is not selfish. When you do something for yourself, you fulfill yourself, you meet your own needs, you can now give to others. And I know there's so many of you guys listening to this thinking like, I have to, I've got to take care of my kids. I've got to show up to work. I have to make sure that there's food on the table. I've got to do all of these things. Yes, you can do all of those things, but you can do them in a much healthier and happier state. If you say, no, I will not come into work early or I am going to make this dinner. If you want to eat, this is what I am making. When you do the things that you need to do for you and you aren't constantly giving away yourself, you will then have more to give to others and ultimately be more fulfilled and happier in the long run. So just think about the times that you have like gone out with your friends and you've had a really great time and you're so full. And then the next day you get up and you're in such a great mood and you, you know, say like, Hey, let me help you with that report because you're full on the inside. But when you're not full on the inside, everything feels 10 times harder. So do what you need to do. Take care of you. It is not selfish. Set those boundaries, uphold those boundaries, because let me tell you, people aren't going to like it. They're going to give you pushback. You have to uphold them because if you don't uphold them, then those people are going to walk all over you. They're going to say, I know I can take advantage of her and they will. So you have to uphold those boundaries as well. So if any of this stuff resonates with you, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about this stuff, I would also love to hear from you. And if you are looking for a coach that will help you 
Look for these things and do these things. I'm your girl. Reach out, Kira at KiraWilliamsFitness.com or just go to my website, KiraWilliamsFitness.com. Thanks for being here.